Are you done with being that pregnant or postpartum mom in the gym who is always stuck on the sidelines feeling horrible, saying, how come no one ever told me this? Are you ready to finally say no to a mom life filled with excess weight, injury, overwhelm, and fatigue? Then health is here. Welcome to the Strong Moms Fitness Podcast, where we dive deep into the information you need to be the strongest woman in and out of the gym, even if you are a mom. If you are done going through your pregnancy or postpartum fitness journey clueless and unprepared, if you are ready to commit and say yes to being that badass fit mom who is shredded and stronger than before the baby, well, listen up. Because this is where we talk about all of the things your doctor or trainer never told you about so that you can achieve the body you want and take your athletic strength and performance to the next level. Get ready, because here's your host, Daisy Bravo. Well, hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the Strong Moms Fitness Podcast. Today was recorded live in my Facebook group, The Strong Moms Pregnancy and Postpartum Fitness Education and Support Hub. Because this training received such an amazing response from my group members, and because it is a topic that a lot of moms are interested in, I wanted to share it with you here on the podcast. But first, a heads up that this was a live training. So from time to time, you will hear me interacting with the people who are watching the training. Sometimes I ask questions and sometimes I give shout outs to audience members. So if you are interested in joining my Facebook group, connecting with other strong moms, getting access to more live videos, recipes, workouts, health and fitness tips and tricks, I encourage you to head on over to the show notes and click the link to join my Facebook group, the Strong Moms Pregnancy and Postpartum Fitness Education and Support Hub. And so you don't feel left out, I have included any links, products, or references made on today's episode and place them on our show notes, also on the Strong Moms Fitness website and in the description of the replay video in our Facebook group. So I look forward to seeing you in our Facebook group and hope you enjoy this episode of the Strong Moms Fitness Podcast. So I'm going to jump into today's topic. And the topic for today came from, again, a question uh, from a client who was curious about running and getting back into running. And uh, she had run previously before pregnancy and ran a little bit during her pregnancy, but, you know, missed a lot here and there because just things didn't feel right. Things didn't feel great. So her general question to me was, um, is it okay to, to run? Like, you know, your doctor gave you clearance. Is it okay to jump back into running after, after your pregnancy, after you get your clearance? And the, the answer here is not exactly. There are a few steps that maybe your doctor doesn't realize. And, you know, I, I do have another live here in the, um, in the guide section um, that does talk about, you know, new moms cleared after pregnancy. So if you are wanting to get into running or some sort of 
high intensity training, even something like lifting too, where there is no impact, um, start here, like start on this video. And all you have to do is go to the live events and it is called many new moms are cleared six weeks after birth or something. So go in and look for that. Definitely listen to that. Cause I don't want to necessarily repeat that. And there was so much good information that I had shared in there. So, but I wanted to just bring it back into running. So with them, so you get your clearance and doctor says it's okay to work out. And the, and what I have to say to that is not necessarily. So there, especially when it comes to impact exercises, there's a lot of work uh, that needs to be done. I always, my favorite word when it comes to postpartum is rebuild, rebuild, rebuild. Um, pretend like you've had a knee injury. What happens after a knee injury? You don't go jump back into running. Uh, no, you rebuild that, that knee joint so that it can support and accommodate running or whatever activity so that you don't end up with an injury that keeps you on the sidelines and then you you can't run ever again because you totally blew out, blew out your knee because you didn't rehab it properly. So if you go into it with that mindset, uh, then you have to realize that getting back to something like running or high intensity training or even general gym stuff, there is a progression that needs to occur. It's not like you're cleared, let's do a marathon, or you're cleared, let's do your first 5k ever. No, that is, that's like gonna set you up for injury. We should, I mean, as adults, we should all kind of hopefully realize that now, especially if you are, you know, you just had your baby, maybe you're still breastfeeding, you still have hormones in your body that um, are, that cause your, your, soft tissue, like your ligaments and tendons to be a little bit more relaxed. So like a stretched out rubber band. Um, so what happens with a stretched out rubber band is it goes to do the work and it's lost its elasticity. So same like you, same with, same with your pelvic floor and your core. It needs, it needs a lot of work. So, and we want to progress through that properly so that we're not hurting ourselves. So, you know, when it comes to something like running and running is, is special and uh, it's different from jumping on the trampoline or like doing jump squats and things like that. Running is a more dynamic exercise. It it's a single leg exercise and a plyometric movement where one leg is forcefully landing on the ground at a time. And it's just like alternating, you know, right, left, right, left. So, you know, when you think about like doing a jump squat, for example, both feet are landing on the floor at the exact same time. So it's, it's a more balanced, you know, activity. Whereas, you know, going from one foot to the other takes a lot more coordination and muscle support, um, a lot of pressure management. So I'm going to kind of go through some of that stuff. And, you know, the body needs to be able to handle the forces of running before you get back into it. So there's a lot of pre-work that needs to be done. And this pre-work is on top of the general work that needs to be done to, um, 
which I talk a lot about in flat abs after baby and rebuild after baby is there needs to be a rebuilding phase. That's like before running, that's like step, I would say three steps. There's three steps to getting back into running. One is doing that pre-work, which is um, reestablishing proper breathing patterns, which believe me, they have been disturbed throughout pregnancy because of, you know, baby, you know, expanding, moving your lungs and your organs around. It's, you know, and there's a lot going on there. (laughs) If you want to hear about breathing, I have a lot of lives about breathing too, but people get annoyed when I talk about breathing because they think they're above it, but (laughs) that's a, that's another day. Second is posture. You want to, you know, your posture is different now. Remember like you were, uh, leaned forward, you know, your, all your muscles had to adapt, change to your changing body. So we almost like need to bring our posture back to the way that it used to, or the way that it kind of should be. So a lot of people started with poor posture before pregnancy. You know, third, we got to really train that pelvic floor again. Remember when you're doing something high impact, especially like running and you have weak stretched out pelvic floor muscles, you're pounding on them. So what do you think is going to happen? A lot of things are going to happen. So potentially things like prolapse, things like leakage, you know, potentially things like pain, discomfort, So we really want to rebuild that area again. And then of course we want to rebuild the core because the core has been uh, expanded, stretched out, and we have some weak areas in the abdomen now. Maybe you have a a diastasis. Um, You're more susceptible to things like a hernia because of what's going on in the abdominal area. So we need to strengthen that core again. We need to learn how to remanage the pressure with that. And then also the other muscles of the body that have um, had to work a little bit harder. We need to get them back in balance again. So we really need, again, this pre-running phase, there's really a rebuilding phase that needs to occur. I can't stress that enough. I kind of feel like that's all I talk about. (laughs) And uh, I kind of feel like I'm annoying you guys every once in a while, but uh, that is super important. Now, the next step before running is now that hopefully we have a more solid foundation, um, then we need to make sure that the body is able to manage and absorb the shock that you're placing on it when you start running or do high intensity training. Um, A lot of times during pregnancy, the arches of your feet tend to weaken and your foot's collapse, um, your you know, when you're running, your feet start to, to pronate a little bit. And that causes a uh, stepwise domino effect of issues. So if your feet are, are off when you're running, then that's going to have uh, a chain reaction up the body. So the knees, uh, the pelvis and upwards. So uh, we really don't want to look like this hunched over grandmother who's running. We really want to make sure that we look like this little stout gazelle. So we want to make sure um, that our body is ready to absorb the shock. Uh, Of course, we also need to focus again on pressure management when it comes to managing pressure during activities of impact. So it's one thing to learn how to manage your pressure when you're just uh, 
sitting down watching television. That pressure management or you're getting up and you're carrying a laundry basket. Managing that sort of pressure is much different than when you are managing uh, pressure through running because you know it's it's not just one little lift. You are constantly dealing with pressure coming at you right and left. So if you have a weak core and you cannot balance the right amount of tension and pressure and that downward pressure on the pelvic floor, pressure on the abs, then that is just going to lead to more injury. Also, of course, that pelvic floor, just like I mentioned before, it is designed to work almost like a connector and a stabilizer and to help transfer the energy and impact up to the upper body. So it's, it's also an area that, you know, compensate for other areas that aren't working well. So you do want to make sure that your pelvic floor is solid also. So there is a lot more work than, you know, meets the eye. It's not that after six uh, weeks that you're, you're ready to go. There are some steps you need to take, um, some challenges you need to put onto your body, you know, at home before you take that next step and go for a run. So you do need to make sure that before you run, your body is strong enough to manage it. So let's just talk about some examples of, you know, how we can progress exercise. And this is already, again, with the mindset that our, we've done our core and pelvic floor strengthening exercises. We've reestablished breathing and posture, um, you know, for the most part throughout the body and that we can carry out um, activities of daily life without injury or problem. We can do basic gym exercises without problem. That's kind of your, hopefully your baseline starting point before you start to run. Um, then you want to start to make sure that your body can handle things um, which require strength and balance at the same time. So are you able to do things like a single ray, a uh, single leg, um, single calf raise, single leg calf raise, if I'm speaking English here, uh, try that out. You want to be able to do that while your, your pelvis is balanced without hand, you know, without holding a wall, because when you are running out there, there is no wall to hold on to. Um, you want to make sure that um, you have your, you know, your hips are balanced and your pelvis is stable so that you can carry out any sort of, of activity, especially if you're dealing with unlevel surfaces when you're running. So you want to be able to perform something like a single leg squat. Um, and it doesn't have to be too low, just to the height of maybe a chair or so, because of course, when you're running, you're not, you know, bottoming out <laughs> and squatting really low when you're running, but you want to make sure that, you know, the leg muscles and the pelvis can help support that sort of action or movement. Um, you want to make sure that you can do lunges correctly. You know, if you really slow down a run, you're looking at the positioning of, of a lunge. So you want to make sure that you're able to do a lunge. Um, are your feet able to support you? Are those knees collapsing? Are those hips going out of whack when you perform your lunge? If they are, 
we need to stop and continue exercises, you know, building those exercises up so that you can start progressing and progressing to the next level. You know, after you are stable doing exercises like that, then you wanna start making them more dynamic. So that means increasing the speed in which you're doing things, um, adding a little bit of bounce or a jump. Um, that is what is going to take you to the next level and make sure that you're safe. So doing, start doing things like um, like side to side speed skaters where you're jumping from one foot to the other, um, doing this without balance, without pain, um, and and the fact that you are managing, you know, pressure and the pelvic floor doesn't feel like it's, um, you know, being beat up if you're not leaking. All of that sort of stuff are things that you need to keep in mind as you progress through. And then also you want to, at the very end, before you're able to get out there, something like a full on jump lunge where you're really focusing on the landing is going to be really important to how you're progressing. And then when you finally get out there, <laughs> you're able to lace up your running shoes uh, and go for a run, I'd probably suggest starting on something um, a little bit more controlled environment, uh, like starting on a treadmill first before progressing to, uh, or even on a track, um, before you start going to like uneven surfaces or even um, hill surfaces also, which um, running uphill and downhill can cause um, different considerations with pressure. So slowly work up to that stuff. Um, you know, even something like, you know, running up the stairs will be super important before you start progressing um, to things like running uphill. So lots to think about there. And I don't know about you, but I, I do enjoy running. And I have a lot of information to share about running. So I, I do want to say that if this is something that you're interested in, let me know. And I will continue to provide some support and education uh, for helping you if you are interested in getting back into running. And remember, you know, running is high impact. And, it, you know, if you are a CrossFitter, there is a lot of running. There is a lot of high impact. If you like hit exercises, a lot of like one-legged dynamic movement, movements also. Um, so when I say back to running, it really just means back to high intensity, um, high impact activities. So if you want to learn more about that, um, pop that into the chat if you are listening to me live. If you are listening to me on the podcast, then definitely drop me an email, daisy at strongmomsfitness.com, or better yet, go on Facebook, find the Facebook group, uh, the Strong Moms Fitness Pregnancy and Postpartum fitness education and support hub. And I will be there to um, help support you through this running journey or journey of high intensity training, whatever it is for you. I am here to help you be the strong mom that you are dedicated to become. And I want to thank you so much for joining me on today's live or on the this episode of the Strong Moms Fitness Podcast. And I'll be back next week with um, a couple more tips and tricks 
on how you can be the strongest mom throughout your pregnancy and postpartum time. And that doesn't mean like strong, like huge biceps. That means strong mind, body, and soul. So thanks so much for joining me today and I'll catch, catch you later next time. Thanks so much. Thanks for tuning in. And we look forward to seeing you next time on the Strong Moms Fitness Podcast. Now remember, go subscribe so that you are the first to know as soon as new episodes drop. Also, be sure you don't miss out on your chance to win a free program of your choice from Strong Moms Fitness. All you have to do is leave a five-star review. Screenshot it before you submit and send it to daisy at strongmomsfitness.com. Your review helps other people find our show. And as a thank you, once a month, we choose the review that makes us all warm and tingly inside and award that lucky lady a free program of their choice. So do it now. It could be you. See you next time, you badass mom, you.